Episode 68, The Existential Therapy. Hello and welcome to Dumi's Daily Grind. My name is Dumi and thank you for joining me today. I have created this channel to share my life experiences, inspirations I found from others, learnings I have earned and things I have been taught throughout various periods of my life, especially the ones related to sobriety, finding serenity and general mental health topics, with spiritual growth at the forefront. Please subscribe if you enjoy this kind of content and please support the channel by becoming a Patreon. The link is available below. Jean-Paul Sartre. He wrote a book. Jean-Paul Sartre wrote a book in 1943 called Condemned to be Free. His philosophy was greatly popular following the war and is founded on the principle that we exist first. He believed, unlike essentialists who came before him, who followed Plato and Aristotle and formed essentialism, he thought the opposite was true. A French philosopher born in 1905 and lived until 1980, he was a novelist, a playwright and best known as the leader of existentialism. Apparently, he declined the Nobel Prize for Literature, according to an article by DCNW. Now, this guy was the embodiment of thinking outside of the box, like he literally questioned everything he knew and what society had given him, and he threw it out of the window, making space for a really different way a truly different philosophy that will bring over 25,000 people to his funeral. His ideas were so rich and filled with the spirit of freedom and the quest for truth, he exerted a far-reaching influence on our world, well, mostly the West. So, what in God's name is this philosophy? I am grateful. I read the book called The Four Agreements, a practical guide to personal freedom by best-selling author Don Miguel Ruiz. This book offers a code of conduct claiming to be based on an ancient Toltec wisdom that advocates freedom from self-limiting beliefs that may cause suffering and limitation in a person's life. I think if I hadn't read this book more than twice, I would have found philosophy very confusing. I don't even know where I stand here. However, I am interested in delving into it. So don't ask me if I agree with it or not. So this guy, Sartre, who was cross-eyed and really small in stature, found himself in a world, in a world that thought he was an outcast. He failed to make friends and found refuge in his room, engulfed in books and writing endlessly as an escape from his unaccepting world. The Luxembourg Gardens in Paris, in search of playmates who rejected him, according to DSNW, in his article Jean-Paul Sartre, French philosopher and author. 
prior to being drafted in 1939 to serve in World War II, he had written and published a book called Le Nausea in 1938, meaning nausea, as a philosophical novel written in the form of a diary and narrating feelings of revulsion his character undergoes when confronted with matter and the awareness of one's own awareness of his body. A sort of neurotic escape, some would say. This book was very individualistic and antisocial. Um, it was a piece of work that made up his philosophical themes, which focused on the phenomenon of personal experience he got from German philosopher Edmund Husserl. He published other books that I can't pronounce, but it was the one published in 1943 called, in English, Being and Nothingness, where he revealed himself as a philosopher of death and originality. He placed human consciousness in opposition of being, no thingness and thingness. He believed that freedom we possess as humanity is the main reason of the human struggle because it implied human responsibility. He really admired the Soviet's philosophy, Marxism, but then soon realized that this philosophy is inflexible when it comes to, in, to the individual and would need to exert its principles on society instead of adjusting to the individual changes and the changing times. This led him to cre a creative uh, new philosophy called Sartrean Socialism, following the disappointment with the rigid communism of the Soviet Union at the time. In 1943, he wrote that humans are condemned to be free and because they are aware of their mortality. Conscious and aware meant that they had the possibility and responsibility to decide what to do and how to do it. The issue we grapple with as human beings are death, meaninglessness, isolation, and freedom. So in summary, existentialism means existence precedes essence. Birth first, then we determine who we are. We write our own essence through the way we choose to live. We have no predetermined purpose and no set path. Although it is not synonymous with atheism, existentialist theorists believe that even if God may have created the universe, it is not in his job description to draft everyone's purpose and reason for their existence. They believe that this is up to the individual to figure out. They are the, the theist existentialists who believe there is no theology and the world was not created for any specific reason and does not exist for any specific reason, which means that there is no absolute to abide by, no thing as cos cosmic justice, there's no fairness, no order and no rules. The terrifying abundance of freedom is what we need to wrap our heads around. And Sartre was quoted to have said, we are painfully and shockingly free. Because of this freedom, we are forced to design our own morality, our own moral code, 
and we have to invent a morality to live by. All authority is fake and we have to give our own lives meaning and live as our true authentic selves. The book, The Four Agreements, I mentioned earlier on, is really similar. <clears throat> Ruiz states that we are living in a dream, a dream that was created by ones that came before us, the powerful and the influential human beings who wrote their beliefs, their realities and their moral code in which we have to live by. He says that the ultimate authenticity comes from breaking those chains and determining what is truly right for ourselves as individuals. Sartre talks about bad faith, which is explained so well by crash course as a refusal to accept the absurd by pretending that there is something out there that has meaning. Absurdity, as existentialists explain, is the search for answers in an answerless world. They truly believe that the answer is the one we choose for ourselves. That is the true authentic answer. There is no inherent purpose and through facing the existential angst in an apparently absurd world. We have the anguish of deep responsibility and a whole held responsible for our own choices in a world that is completely out of our own control. But in the same world that limits our choices and therefore concluding that freedom is what you do with what has been given to you. There is no design for a human being. We exist first and then we find meaning after um, after that, through science, religion, philosophy, etc. I want you to think about this quote I found while reading about existentialism. It says, If God exists, man is not free. And if man is free, God does not exist. And it goes further to state that if God does not exist, everything is permitted. Bad faith. According to existentialists, bad faith is is denying the fundamental nature of freedom and the responsibility and accepting what is given to us because it is convenient. We convince ourselves that we don't have a choice. We have to work, we have to take care of our families and we have to take care of our children. And through avoiding this temporary discomfort of doing what we convinced ourselves is not a choice, we then enter into a world of long-term agony while avoiding the short-term discomfort. The theory of nothingness uses the process of negation where it states that things are what they are by continuing to be what they are not. Consciousness and the being for self is the source of all meaning. This is a mode of consciousness that simply is and relevant only to inanimate objects, um, the being itself. We apparently desire to be God, to have full control of everything and anyone around us. And through this desire, we can define who we are, that delusion of identity. We are pure freedom and we are nothingness. And we are always in the search of what we have, we cannot have, the look.
Self-consciousness is actually our view of the world. Now, because there is no self, we are merely a security blanket of an idea of being for others and how we feel about ourselves is based on how and what others look at us as. We are always objects in the eyes of others and are always under the eyes of others. And our feelings of guilt and shame are derived from that. Sartre thought against himself. He thought against what society gave him and believed that life is meaningless and we have the opportunity to create our own meaning to our own lives. Now imagine that. Thank you for your time, your support, and being with me on this journey to finding serenity. If you enjoy listening to me or watching my channel, I would appreciate it if you would subscribe. You can find my podcast, Jimmy's Daily Grind, on popular podcasts such as Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and others. You can also become my Patreon if you like. And you can find me on www.patreon.com forward slash Dumi's Daily Grind. If you'd like to get in touch, you can send an email to Dumi at dumisdailygrind.com or visit my website www.dumisdailygrind.com. Until I see you next time, stay well and may your higher power shower you with blessings and keep you safe today. Let us be diligent with the work required to achieve our goals and hopefully experience serenity and peace of mind. The answers are always right in front of us and will be revealed if we truly seek them. Let us be present, conscious and intentional with our lives and grow positively to achieve the happiness we truly seek. Goodbye for now. I will see you next time. Lots and lots of love.